What's up, guys? Welcome in to College Football Uncensored. Uh, episode 7? We're 7 months old this time? Yes, 7 months. Very cute age. Look, look at us go. Uh, you, Yeah, we'll get to your 3-year-old birthday party you went to during March Madness uh, in a minute. But welcome in. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We have a, a little bit of a different setup for this week. Um, we'll let you guys know what the plan is because we didn't realize, or I didn't realize until like this morning, um, that... If we usually record on on Sunday nights, we're going to miss a full day of the tournament. Um, also, when will we record? Because the games are on all day. And for whatever reason, CBS wants to be assholes about this. So they just stagger all the games late. And it's like two games on in the first five hours of the day. Anyway, you guys know I have to go watch my Oregon State Beavers. Um, so we're recording one pod now. We're going to record another one on Tuesday morning slash Monday night uh, to recap the rest of the games. And um, that's about it. So, welcome in, Tyler. How are you, man? Well, I already threw away my bracket, so <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's uh, I did two this year. Obviously, I did the podcast one. I did one with my buddies from school. My buddies from school one already has two of the four final four out. Yeah, it's, I think it's like standard for everyone. Yeah, so I had uh, Ohio State and Illinois, and an Illinois in the championship in the game. Ugh, gross. So, so that's fine. I had Illinois um, win it all in one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um gene wow no it's been it's been a crazy tournament it, what's what's interesting about the tournament this year is i was i didn't know if it was going to be like just the more chalky because of the covid situation and yeah it seems like the smaller schools played a lot less games so right. i just didn't know how that would affect the tournament but it's been total opposite it's been all the the crazy upsets i mean how many seeds on 13 and under have advanced from the first round? Like well, obviously, 55? you know that I, I put that in the Google Doc, which means I also wrote it down in pencil in my notebook. Um, so we'll get to that here in a second. But yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been nuts. Like we had Tom Hart on a while back and he kept saying this and he was saying it all year that it's going to be um, like a crazy March Madness. I was like, that's just I feel like you're just saying things to yeah. say them. Um, it's been nuts, like just from start to finish. It's been so fun. It's been, it's been really fun. And if you're like a fan of like SEC or if you hate watching your like least favorite college football teams win, like at anything, and maybe yeah. that's just me because I'm petty as shit, but like watching Ohio State, Clemson, and Texas lose <laughs> the first round, but especially Ohio State was awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to get to a Big Ten right here in a second. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy. It, like the, the, whole, the whole first day um, I thought was – kind of bland like it wasn't it didn't seem like it was that that uh i don't know intense or, or anything crazy was happening then you look at it after round round two um and then through saturday night there's upsets everywhere you, you have a fourth of the total games in the first round where the lower seed wins um four teams that are seated 13 or lower advanced to round two it's the first time it's ever happened um every seed besides a 16 seed one so one through 15 all got a win um Crazy. at some point during the tournament and then you look at uh some of the other cool stuff that like we're going to talk about the conferences in a second but just i mean there's so many layers of the cool storylines of like, these small schools and, and stuff like that where um you always have like the cinderella story type you know thing that, like, that plays into it but getting to watch some of the small schools that that are playing teams in their same state like like the state schools yeah. like texas losing to abilene christian was awesome and, mm-hmm. and i sorry if you're a texas fan um but that was awesome to watch. It was it was so cool. And Loyola beating Illinois. 
I don't. Loyola's in Chicago, Wyoming. Yeah, that's oh, what I yeah, thought. Yeah. Chicago, <laughs> yeah, that's Wyoming. A, that's so. the funniest thing about this is you know I was going through the games and I'm like you know sitting here watching Oral Roberts and I'm like, where the hell is Oral Roberts located? It's in Tulsa. Dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I only know that because I was making those graphics for like the the matchup breakdowns, which has been a lot of work. But it's been a lot of fun like finding out like the alumni stuff. But we were spot on with Oral Roberts of like how that guy just like started a school. He's like, I'm all right, we're, we're going to start this school. We're going to name it after me. And I almost tweeted this out the other day. And I was like, I bet Oral Roberts was an asshole. Like to name a whole school after yourself is a pretty bold move. Especially and when I found out, Oral. Yeah. And I'm hoping they go down against Florida here. Uh, so you did there. There it is. Um, yeah. The, the Oral, <laughs> the Oral <laughs> memes were incredible, but um, no Oral Roberts. I didn't realize it's like a, like an evangelical Christian school. Like, yeah, private. Yeah, it's a private school. There's there can't. How many students are there? You you probably looked it up. I well, yeah. It's, it's like you look at any of the graphics that I made, you idiot. <laughs> I, um, no, I, I looked at all of them, Chris. They were all lovely. I just don't remember them as much. So yeah, there's some amazing stuff that I found from these. Um, Oral Roberts has four thousand total students. Good lord. Um, they so like what I kept doing for these graphics is like if you didn't see them, it's like a little you know tidbit about each team, and it's like it's basically just like talking shit about whoever the sec team is playing and making jokes right. about like what their traditions are, whatever. So oral Roberts is a small Christian school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And, and I added at the end of like famous alumni or faculty, because like Florida, for instance, has a crazy amount of, of famous people that went there. Mm-hmm. Every like, like 90% of oral Roberts famous people were like TV pastors and shit. Like Joel Osteen, there was another Osteen, which I didn't even know there was a second one. Oh. Joel Osteen went to Oral Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first off, like I don't I really pitch you didn't look at the graphic. Ned Flanders, Ned Flanders from The Simpsons went to the, went to Oral Roberts. Keith Lockhart, the second oh, baseman for the Braves, yes, um, who was one of four generic white middle infielders that you could all interchange from the '90s Braves: Jeff Treadway and Mike Mordecai. Don't don't you slander uh, Jeff Blauser and Mark Lemke. Jeff Blauser was the worst. Jeff Blauser and Charlie Liebrand were the same fucking person. Um, anyway, but so, like, it, it was really fun. Watch, I don't know how we got the Oral Roberts thing. These small schools, like, you joked around about, hey, like, what 11 seed should we should we pull for? It probably would have been a good year to do that. <laughs> yeah, Colgate. Uh, it's like, okay, that's a fun, funny name. It's a toothpaste. And it's like, wait, where the hell is Colgate? Apparently it's in like central New York. It's a small liberal arts school. Like it's just, that's what's, what's, that's what's so cool about the tournament. And someone made a point about it on Twitter and you, it was this whole stupid debate, but I kind of get it. It's like, this is where, this is where college football and college basketball are different. Like yeah, a team like, you know, North Dakota state would never have a chance to play in the in the playoff or right. you know some small school so it's cool to see these small schools their students i mean it sucks that crowds are so minimal you know um, but it was cool to see him back in like even in any capacity like yeah i think college basketball is is probably maybe the number one sport that has been affected by no no crowd like college football and college basketball yeah. because it's just like these tournament games like there's there these will be so exciting with fans in the, in the stands yeah. like Maybe that maybe there wouldn't be the big upsets though, you know. I I mean honestly at this point, and I'm not there, but I would take it because like I I've, yeah. I've never been to a NCAA tournament game. I don't know if I've been I've been to like a college basketball game, but not like of of that kind of significance. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, if that's if that's the cost, I guess like, I'm not sure how many people were planning on going. It's all in Indianapolis, which still blows mm-hmm. my mind. That's like somehow a mecca for things. We're playing the college football playoff there, but um, yeah, like and again, if you would have just looked at the the graphics, um, which I mean, you know, I worked really fucking hard on, but <laughs> it was funny because I was looking at Colgate, and then I'm looking at Iona, and like after day one and day two of make, making this and working all day and like staring at a screen for like 15 hours. I thought I was like drunk or seeing things because it's like Iona, St. Bonaventure and Colgate. Every single one of those is a fucking small private school, predominantly white kids on the team with, with like 4,000 or less students. And they're all in New York. They're every single yeah. one of it's, it's <laughs> they, those schools are the, the Keith Lockhart and, and Jeff Blousers of college basketball. Half the, half the rosters in the NCAA look like they're, they'd be like serving sandwiches at Quiznos. <laughs> Why are you going to Quiznos? So, <laughs> like, that's, a, that's a good point. Like, what's his name? You know, Cameron Crutwig. I mean, that guy. God, <laughs> that was. was I, I mean, I'm not gonna make fun of anyone's looks, like on <laughs> on like while we're recording. But it was it was tough, and he dominated. Man, like that's that's also a fun thing to watch. Is like when you see, you know, we'll get into it. How about I'm, I'm gonna rant about the Big Ten. Well, that, so the I think the the bigger one of the bigger storylines is how poorly the Big Ten and the ACC have been in this turn have represented their their leagues there. You know, yeah. If it's if it's Big Ten with Ohio State already out losing to a 15 seed, Illinois already out losing to a nine seed or an eight seed, like badly. Yeah, um, Iowa. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Oregon. We obviously. <laughs> I mean, they just kind of just got. A, <laughs> Same, like I, I'm not one of my best friends is an Oregon fan, and I, I always like try to pull for my friends' teams unless they're Georgia, um, and I, I just like I, maybe it's, I'm just being very biased because my fiance went to Oregon State. The fact that Oregon has advanced in the college basketball tournament and got to the fucking Pac-12 championship game both by not having to play a game and advancing because of COVID, incredible. Yeah. Well. It is what it is this year. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, the ACC's outside of Syracuse. I mean, Florida State, I know they advanced. They didn't look good. They're, I think they're going to get blown out by Colorado or at least lose. Um, Colorado looked good. Q, dude, they went 16 for 25 on three-pointers. What? <laughs> Colorado. I bet on them, but I didn't watch the game because it was such a blowout. But it was like, yeah, I didn't think that was good. It's 16 of 25? I don't do that on math yeah. tests. Yeah. <laughs> And Georgetown was kind of like a sexy twelve over five pick, and they just got, I don't know why they were thirteen and thirteen this Patrick year. Patrick Ewing, dude, love <laughs> me a good Patrick. You ever seen a Patrick Ewing bikini pick? Real sexy. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's been your favorite game so far? Um, Ohio State losing was probably my favorite, I, it, <laughs> just because they lost. Um, for real, it, there's been some really good games, like. But, but probably the Ohio State, the Ohio State. That Arkansas game was fantastic, pretty much from the, start to finish. The, the, the Texas Tech one, or yeah, the Colgate one. Not the Colgate one. <laughs> I'm repping my uh, my yes sir um, breaking tea uh, game day shirt. So yeah, that that um, Arkansas Texas Tech game felt like an elite eight game. Yeah, like that was that was a good game, and uh, all the games. I mean, today Syracuse uh, West Virginia was good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Why don't we why don't we break down some of this SEC stuff? Unless you had something else nationally. Oh to- no, I, I'm going to talk first off. Like, I want to give a shout out to Sister Jean. That's okay. Bay. Um, her prayer. Did you see her prayer? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's drawing up plays, dog. 
she her prayer was like Tom Hanks in a league of their own. And he's like, just strictly speaking of what would benefit himself that day from the Lord. And I mean, good for her. She's like, nobody's going to dislike sister Jean. That's gotta be so frustrating if you're Illinois too. Cause like everyone in the country is pulling from, for fucking Rose from the Titanic in this small school in Chicago. She does not look, they should, you know, should they really be bringing her out of these games? She's a hundred and one hundred and two. Dude, we're in a pandemic they, still. There was, yeah, there was, there was a the survival picture. rate is like 20%. Don't get into that. Yeah. Don't jinx it. Because like we've had, a, we've had some bad moments on the podcast where like I've predicted something and then something horrible happened. So, okay, but right. like she, she's 101 years old, like you said. And, and it's an awesome, it's awesome to watch. And there's times when she smiles, but there was one tweet or like meme or something I saw today. And it was like from like NCAA March Madness, which has been on fire, by the way. Like, it's the one good thing about the NCAA. And they're like, Sister Jean, love this bucket from so-and-so. And it's like a video of, like, the shot. And they pan to her. And she's just like, just, I mean, comatose. It's just like, what is happening? Um, okay, so here's here's my deal. And I, I, I get that I don't pay attention to college basketball as much as college football. And that I hate the Big Ten. So this is going to be extremely biased, but it really pissed me off. And, and I do want to hear your thoughts on it. So it's not just a full on rant, <laughs> but right out the gates, fuck the big 10 for one. And, and he, so my totally issue unbiased, being, totally unbiased, totally unbiased. And I want to start with a very objective take <laughs> that sound reasonable and well-educated. Right. Um, so here, my thing with the big 10 is it's not that they're good or, or like they're a rival that you see. It's that they're so arrogant in their mediocrity. And and they are they always celebrate regular season accomplishments, winning these like oh we play for the old oaken bucket. I don't know what the fuck an oaken bucket is for one. Right, Paul Bunyan Dex. What? Who? That's not a real person, right? It's not a real person. Yeah, it's a fable. I think. Okay. Um, (laughs) They sent a record nine teams to the tournament, and and this this honestly spilled over from football season that I was still pissed, even though Bama trounced them. That Ohio State got to the national championship game, and you, you. Oh, that's one of my drinks. <laughs> um, you brought this up earlier about how college basketball is so different than college football because not everyone has a chance. And so I hated to see the fact that Ohio State played seven games and then got into the playoff and didn't look great in all of them. Right. Then you look at this season and the Big Tw- Big Ten, everyone everyone talked about it before the, the uh, what do you call it, like the tournament, that they were top to bottom the best conference in college basketball. And I'm not even disagreeing with that. But when you – Get you build this narrative throughout the entire season that these are the best teams, that these are the best teams, especially in a year with COVID where you're having teams take off three weeks at a time and all this kind of stuff, and you're playing primarily your own conferences, not teams from around the country. So it's just right. mm-hmm. this little, you know, pod. Ohio State lost four games in a row in the month of February, which is one month before we get to like real time, right? Yeah. Um, at the same time, Arkansas won 12 games in a row. Arkansas or Ohio State dropped from four to nine. That was it. And I understand yeah. they're playing teams that are all ranked highly, but it, that's one of the things that bothers me about college basketball is the season's so long. And I wonder how meaningful the games even are because four of these nine seeds were ranked to the like one or two, right? Four of the nine. And of course the NCAA, whoever made the bracket put every single one of them in different regions, just set it up perfectly for this conference. Two of those four lost in round one. Okay. Um, and which is really, 
really bad. Or two of them <laughs> lost in like the first weekend. Sure. Ohio State losing. And then you talk about um Illinois. Looking through, yeah, Illinois, which a lot of people had Illinois, like you said, picked to uh go to the final four or win the national title in general. Illinois was picked in 49.4% of brackets according to NCAA's bracket challenge game. Both Ohio State and Illinois were in the top five of teams picked to uh, go to the final four on ESPN's bracketology thing. Um, 31.5% picked Illinois, like 10% picked Ohio State. That in itself, I'm not saying those aren't great teams. They got upset, whatever. But we sat here all year making excuses for teams like Ohio State. Losing four games in a row, I don't give a shit who you lost to. If you lose, you drop four in a row. If you lose four games in a row, which is like in a a two-and-a-half-week span, Right. I'm a, I'm a Bama fan. First off, losing four games is is fucking atrocious in a two and a half week span. And you drop them from four to nine. And then you look at teams like Wisconsin, the whole the whole league got propped up. Wisconsin, three and ten versus ranked teams this year. They get a nine seed. They never once beat Ohio State, Iowa, Michigan or Illinois. All four of those those one and two seeds. They lost all eight games they played against them by an average of 11 points. Purdue, a four seed. Purdue was 18 and 10 and fourth in the Big Ten, but they only played five games uh, in the regular season against the one and two seeds. Only five. They get to play the rest of the division with like Penn State and Nebraska and all sorts of shit. And then Michigan State. I don't know how many times I have to hear about this shit program. I, I, I there have so many despicable things that have happened in that athletic department oh, and that, no, like, yeah, in general. No doubt, no doubt. And the fact that they they are we turn to March and it's like uh oh. It's it's Tom Izzo time or whatever it is like you know talking yeah. about Izzo in March, and they lose in the first round. You, you realize that Michigan State was fifteen and thirteen on the season. They lost in the second round to Maryland by nine, but they lo- they also beat Ohio State, Illinois, and Michigan in three out of six games. So immediately you have to put them in at fifteen and thirteen. It's just a joke, man. And I'm, and I'm yeah. I've never been more happy to watch an entire conference lose in a sport. Go ahead. <sighs> Couldn't couldn't put it better myself, Chris. Uh. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> no, well, I mean, obviously, this is you know, this is the people the the complaint people have in football about the SEC. But the problem is, the SEC actually usually follows through with winning a championship. Yeah, when I feel um, like you, you give that, that's like the narrative again. That and the cliche is like the SEC gets all the you know. I love DK, but Canelo always brings it up. And I feel like we're doing that for the Big Ten now. Also, I forgot to ask you what your favorite game was like 17 minutes ago. It's my fault. <laughs> uh, let's see. I really liked the uh, Creighton uh, UCSB game. Are you serious? Yeah. You, did you watch that what game? The... No. I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> well, uh, the, only, the reason is it was a 12-5 game. I had UCSB. It was a popular pick, the Gauchos. Yeah. And uh, they, they oh, missed like a last second shot to, to lose by like one or two to Creighton. So that was a really good game. And yeah, that, that Arkansas game that we just watched was really good. So, all right, where do we want to start here? You want to talk about the SEC first round, second round? Yeah. Where, are we going? where are we going with this? Um, yeah, let's talk about the SEC real quick. And we, we, we don't have to recap anyone with the tournament because we pretty much did. But um, we'll just go through it. Tennessee loses to Oregon State. <laughs> I love how you started with that one. <laughs> Just whole, arbitrary here. Just arbitrary. Whole, whole squad went undefeated uh, in the household this year. No, like, honestly, afterwards talking to Tennessee fans, because I, I made a joke on Twitter about which program is better because, and, like, the, the argument I made against Tennessee, Oregon State had the number one overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft. They they beat Oregon last year in football. 
they made the NCAA tournament and I was like, Tennessee, they can't even grow corn on Rocky top. So it's like, what from the, like the fight song and people got like somehow offended yeah. and talked a lot of shit, but I felt bad for him after, after the game because Tennessee basketball, those fans are like pretty passionate. And when you think about how bad the football program has been, they kind of need it. They got fucked over by that Purdue game a couple years ago. They, that oh, game was okay. stolen from them. So I was kind of bummed now that I look at it, but like in the moment I was very excited. <laughs> Well, it's crazy. You know, Oregon State, I don't know how many people knew this, but they were picked to finish 12th in the conference. So the Pac-12, that would mean they were picked to be last. Yeah. And they, you know, I guess the only reason they got in is because they won the conference tournament, right? By beating their rival. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, you know, they basically came into this game and I don't think too many people gave them a chance out of the 12 fives. I would think that was probably the one that the people thought oh, about the least. I thought Tennessee was going to blow them out. Oregon State's not Tennessee, a good basketball Tennessee, team. Tennessee, correct me if I'm wrong, was preseason pick to win the SEC in basketball. Yeah, they were top five. So um, just interesting game. But, but Tennessee couldn't shoot. I mean, they were ice cold, horrible from three. The first half, Allie, Allie was like finishing up work. And I was like, are you going to watch the game? And she's like, well, let me do this. And just keep me updated. And I'm like, it's 26 to 11. And she was like, in basketball? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what other sport it would be 26 to 11 in, but yeah, bowling. And she was like, "Like, it, how much time's left? And I was like, there's like four minutes to go in the first half. Like, how, It was so bizarre. I know that everybody's having the conversation, but we need to have a conversation about Rick Barnes. I mean, this guy. In the Barnes. Oh, yeah. In the tournament. I mean, it's just, they, you know, he even said after the game, they look skittish. I'm like, that's on you as the coach. You're yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what was over. They just didn't seem prepared. It's like, well, you, uh, you're you the guy that prepares them. I mean, could have used John Fulkerson in the game because they couldn't shoot threes. Yeah, that was huge, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, Oregon State, they're the 51st 12 seed to take down a five seed since 1985. And this is their first oh. win in the tournament since 1982. That was cool. That um, Who was the other one? Rutgers. Rutgers just sounds gross to me. I just, I don't like Rutgers. It's New Jersey is always disgusting. I don't know if you're watching right now. They're in an absolute battle with Houston though. Yeah. I'm going to really need Houston. to win. <laughs> 61 um, 60 with 18 seconds left. Houston's up. Oh yeah. So we are recording this during games. So <laughs> um, but so yeah, like uh, it, that was, that was cool. And, and listen, I don't want to like shit on Tennessee the whole time uh, yeah. for real, because I really did feel bad for the fans. Like they really do care about like it's, I think it's, Few and far Bama fans don't do this. It's few and far between most programs where everyone like is a football first fan and then pretends to care about stuff when they're relevant. Tennessee, yeah, yeah, Arkansas, absolutely. those schools really get into all their programs year round. Um, so I did hate that for that that game. But I really think if, if they can get some of those pieces together, because that was the problem all year, is like they, they just never could get everyone to gel, stay healthy at the same time. The Fulkerson thing was huge. Um, so yeah, I mean it just sucks, but hopefully some of those guys will stay next year and they'll be good. Um Florida, so like a great first, I mean, terrible first half, phenomenal into the game against Virginia Tech. Yeah. Um, I had made several graphics of the final score, and then Virginia Tech hit that stupid shot at the buzzer. It's <laughs> not my favorite. <laughs> um, well, they were shorthanded. Florida was shorthanded in that game, and they actually trailed by 10 at one point. Mm-hmm. So that was a really good game. You know, Castleton was, uh, I, guess, I think he transferred from Michigan, dominant inside, 19 points, so 14 boards. Scotty Lewis, Trey Mann, they were, you know, typically they rely on those two guys. But yeah. the big thing was they they held Virginia Tech's leading score to seven points. You know, Kive Aluma. Yeah. From, uh, so, so yeah, I, I actually, 
it's crazy. You know, when I pick brackets and again, last week we basically admit it's not like we know we're basketball, basketball expert, right? I mean, it's a football podcast. Yeah. But I looked at probably 20 different expert brackets. One of them picked Florida to win this game. So I think I had Virginia Tech. I mean, yeah, they were they were the seven seed. But you just watch them as a lot. I said this a couple weeks ago. It's a lot like Tennessee. They're so maddening and frustrating to watch because they they should be really good, and they just you know for whatever reason kind of underachieved through most of the year. It's like the opposite of the football team. Well, I mean, they had the you know against Florida State. I was watching the game when that kid passed out on the court. I mean, it was insane. I mean, so I can't imagine like even the worst kids even on Florida State's team for like the next few games that were like really screwed up by that. Cause it was a, obviously yeah. a terrifying incident. And so I would imagine that Florida, I mean, for a lot of the year they were affected by that. He's on the Without bench with them now, you know? So I think maybe they're playing some inspired basketball right now. We're watching the game live um, as we record here and they're up on oral Roberts. So we'll see when this is uh, recorded, hopefully um, oral Roberts. Yeah. It's close though. So it's uh, all these, all these second round games have been pretty good by the way. You know, like, listen, I talked a whole bunch at the start of this podcast about the Big Ten and all that other shit. I mean, and you're going to have to do this at some point in the fall anyway, because it's going to be a college ball podcast, but SEC first. So, why don't, I mean, you just take the rest of the games, like, lead the way. Because I don't want to talk about the fucking Bama game anyway. <laughs> what, Arkansas Colgate? So, no, Arkansas good, though. The first, the, the last three halves of basketball. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So they were down by 14 points at one point in that game against Colgate. Well, I had a, a uncomfortable amount of money on them in the first half. <laughs> that was a miracle. So, so I didn't realize that Colgate was probably should know this going into, you know, picking brackets, but typically uh, you advance the three seed this tournament. Maybe that wasn't a good idea since a few of them lost already, but uh, they Colgate was the second um, nationally in, in scoring. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, so, there was this was a popular pick too for a lot of people, and I didn't understand why because I thought Arkansas was great. But Adam Spencer brought this up. They had 14 wins, and five of them were against Boston University. I don't like I don't know how that happens, but I mean, I mean, like, and I tell you what, that that for whatever reason, all of those schools, like I said, are the same. And I think I, I said this earlier in the week, like outside of like commitment or spiders, there's like nothing more terrifying to me than a, just a white kid wide open in the corner for three from some small ass private school in the Northeast. Cause they will hit it every time. And that's all Colgate did for like the entire first half. Yeah. And then I guess when Arkansas decided to switch their defense to full court, man, like it was, a, they went on a 19 0 run immediately. 19 0. <laughs> and what you're seeing, I mean, this is a kind of a no brainer comment, but what you're seeing is a lot of these small schools, you know, they got one really good player. Yeah, And then a lot of the guys are obviously scrappy and all that kind of stuff. But scrappy is gritty for basketball. I've noticed that it's the same thing where the, where the huge discrepancy is, is on rebounds. If you look at a lot of these games, like these big schools out rebound, these small schools, like double. And so that's what, you know, that was starting to happen too. Justin Smith for Arkansas, absolute monster. So these first two games, he's had 49 total points in the first two games. Look at you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> did you see the record on that? The, the, what ESPN yeah. stats and infos? I um, it's the uh, most ever by an Arkansas player through this first two career NCAA tournament games. Um, yeah, incredible, man. Like they, they've been, it's been fun to watch them because it hasn't been Note. It hasn't been Moses Moody. It hasn't been like, I mean, he was good in the first half of that game, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, watching Justin Smith, like that team is, I'm telling you, 
Arkansas and LSU could be really dangerous in this tournament. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we, I guess we'll get to the LSU game here in a minute, but, um, you know, Michigan, I think is probably, well, Illinois already lost. So I guess you can't say they're the weakest one seed, but I feel like they were the weakest <laughs> coming in. Um, and, you know, part of that Big Ten thing, let's see if they can prove themselves. Um, can I so just L- say it now? Because I was going to save it, but I'm, I'm going to right now. Say whatever you want. Hot take LSU's beaten Michigan. Okay. Well, by the time this comes out, um, it'll be primed for what, what time is that game on tomorrow? Do you know? Um, no, I, I guess I don't um but yeah should be interesting um so yeah you know i was super nervous for razorbacks fans there for a second um but you know they 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 came back the on-ball defense was suffocating and Devontae davis hit that layup at the buzzer it's going into halftime and and i think that was just it from there i mean they just they they shut it down and obviously now that they played the second round game that texas tech team man like chris beard's a i think he's probably one of the oh he's probably one of the top candidates for that uh, Indiana job now is what they're saying. Why um, you want to go there? I, just, I mean, like Lubbock sounds awful. Uh, like it does sound awful, but like you know, they, it's a dry county or something like that. You have to drive like thirty miles to get to get booze. I did not know that. I, but yeah, he's he's been a great coach. Also, Florida is blowing it right now. They're up by five. Um, go it's ahead. been about it's been about this, yeah. So anyway, so it's um. Arkansas, man, they're so they Ohio State's out of the way, you know, so they're playing the winner of this Florida Oral Roberts game, which I think they could pretty handily beat both of them if I had to yeah. guess. So, man, they're looking like they're on the way to be playing potentially Baylor because Baylor looks really good. Baylor does look really good. That I mean, but this is it's not like I don't think they're a Cinderella story necessarily because if you ask an Arkansas fan, they should have been a two seed, and I would agree with them going into this tournament. Um but I mean, again, it's not a Cinderella story because of how talented and how good they really are. And they are a three seed, but at the same time, it kind of feels like one because they, they like, for whatever reason, the national media has slept on them all year. And I just, I don't understand why they were just constantly on that three line for the tournament because they they've been really, really good. And if you win 12 of your last 13 games going into March, that is incredible. So, so um, let's see. I think, you know, obviously not SEC related, but North Texas beat Purdue. So 13 over four, yeah. uh, Syracuse 11 over six. And then we get to, um, by the way, Buddy Beheim. That is the most fucking little league world series type shit ever. The coach's son is tearing it up. <laughs> Dude, he is, he is unbelievable. Um, it's like Jake Fromm at the Little League World Series. By the it, way, had you, had they not been talking about it, obviously, would you just have assumed that it was his grandson? Oh, that's a good question. No. Wait, I yeah. Bayheim, I thought he's Bayheim old was... as shit, right? <laughs> yeah. That's gross. Now I'm, I'm like, just what? okay. I'm trying to piece the math together. That's disgusting. Um <laughs> it's, uh, it's well, uh... hold on. How many now I want to look it up because like you know, some families I don't want to call Jim Bayham Bayham out because I don't I don't know him that well, but I have cousins, for instance, um, that are my age, right? Right, right. around that age. And right. then there's all there's a few that are like 17 and you're like oh what happened there i feel like you didn't plan for that so right, so jim Beheim's 76 <laughs> shut the fuck <laughs> wait what yes. jim Beheim's 76 and his son is in is in college he doesn't look a day over 73 <laughs> 76 yeah I, man i just people we're gonna live forever 76 so, yeah what? so buddy buckets he named him buddy like <laughs> 
what did they have? That's what you call people when you're in your fifties. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's like what hey, Oral Roberts called everybody. Hey, buddy, <laughs> come on up here. You want a peanut? What? So, um, so, so let's go LSU versus St. Bonaventure. Cam Thomas, unbelievable. This guy, twenty-five. They were a one-point favorite. A one-point favorite. How did that get overlooked? By the way, they were playing some Arkansas of the best. Arkansas was an underdog. But but uh, even like a that lot of people, close, yeah. a lot of people. It St. Bonaventure was a trendy pick though, and. Why? Exactly. Um, Cam Thomas, impressive as hell, as he's been all season. 25 or more for the 15th time this season. He went for 27 in this game. Freshman SEC record in the one-and-done era. Um, you know, Darius Days, Andre Hyatt, each had 13 points, double-digit rebounds. I mean, They had three double-doubles. Yeah, it's insane. So I agree with you. I think at this point I would probably pick LSU over Michigan. Um you know, St. Bonaventure was known for one of the stingiest defenses in the nation coming in, and they just got absolutely dominated. Again, LSU out-rebounded them. They had 50 rebounds. <laughs> See, I don't know what that means, like what, a, what a big amount would be, but it seems like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it, one of the more obvious bets was LSU minus one. I mean, they were I, playing so well coming into the tournament. I was almost scared because I was like, maybe Vegas knows something. I know, and I was and like, that's Vegas, me you're too. an idiot. <laughs> Every time I see a line like that, I'm like, there's just something off about that. So I thought about the Arkansas game today because I was like, yeah. how are they an underdog? And they got up to two and a half. I took it. Um, yeah, but no, like LSU, listen, I, I admittedly haven't watched Michigan play basketball a lot this year. I know they've consistently been uh, like, you know, considered one of the top three teams in the country. I'm just saying with the way LSU's playing, and, and like here's the thing, Trent Wofford is is a really good basketball player, right? Like oh, yeah. like he's a, he's a very good basketball player. And then you look at Javante Smart, he's also like I don't know if he's a guy that could take over a game himself, but he is a very good like you know, like starting five rotation like like type of player. But Cam I, Thomas, every time you get to the postseason, like the, you always hear take like a, a senior laden backcourt or senior laden team or take whoever has the best player. Cam Thomas could arguably be the best or maybe the top five player, especially how he's playing right now in this entire tournament. Well, that's, and that's, you're exactly right. You know, you said um, smart is not a guy that can maybe take over a game. You need one guy that can take over a game and then you need yep. the rest of the guys to be really good at their jobs. Darius days, Andre Hyatt, you know, double doubles. Let Cam Thomas be your guy, even though he's a freshman. I mean, LSU could go oh, really dude. far because the East bracket is outside of Alabama. Florida State, if they play their A game, is is really good. But Michigan's out one of their best players. I mean, this 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 bracket. It's Michigan. This bracket, this bracket in particular, I feel, I feel like is really up in the air because now Texas is out. Yeah. And um, Alabama basically gets to face a ten, and then a, an eleven or a, a fourteen. Wait, nice what? Little... Really? Is that yeah. what it looks like for us? You got UCLA or Abilene Christian after this game. UCLA's hot, bro. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. It just sets up for Bama losing. Like that that game against Iona was the worst. By the way, we're we're calling it now. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to get there. Because Florida State will probably lose to Colorado. If not, they'd probably lose to LSU. But if it, if Florida State and Alabama play each other in the Elite Eight, it'd be awesome. We're we're gonna have to live stream that and watch it together, and it's gonna be a Without a doubt. It's gonna be. Uh, it, won't, it won't be that bad. I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, yeah. yeah like, if it was I, I football, know. if it was football, it would be. Oh, I wouldn't talk to you. It would, <laughs> it'd be different. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so LSU playing well. You want to you want to talk a little bit about Alabama Iona because I was a uh, you were scared. I was watching. It was clean. the worst game. It was it was zero fun to watch. Um, okay, yeah, I thought I thought this is correct. Cam Thomas was fourth in the country in scoring. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. Um, yeah, I mean, like even as a freshman, he was he was fantastic. So, um, you know who's number one in scoring? Oh my God, Oral Roberts is down one. You know With who's four minutes left? Scoring? This guy on Oral Roberts. Number one in school. Max Admus. Oh, yeah. Oh. But that uh, Ubinar guy last last game, he had thirty points, eleven rebounds in the Huggins Ooh. Ohio State. Man, I got really drunk good. on Saturday. I had to take an Ubinar home. So, um, <laughs> no, so Herb stupid. Jones led the tide with twenty points. Don't I don't. By the way, like, do we even by the way, talk about it? <laughs> by the way, Herb, it, he's got to be the only person under the age of sixty-five named Herb. Without a doubt, hey, Herb <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> Cecil, like any of those, like you're, you're a thousand percent, at least 69. You are sitting on like a front porch somewhere. If you're like her, Oh, her, like what? <laughs> right, yeah, um, yeah. We should have so. a segment on that. That's uh Bama looked like shit for 30 minutes. That 40 minute game. Very close. It was in the first. awful to watch it. Like, well, so Bama, like it was, a, by the way, it was a great game to watch for everybody else. I understand it was awful for you, but. Oh, no, I mean, like, I'm sure that, like, it, it's not good for anyone for Bama to be good. Like, I was telling Alex, she was saying, like, oh, it'd be awesome if Arkansas lost because that's one less team or, or whatever. And I'll, I'll tell you the real reason why she said it later. Um, it was throwing some shade, and it was awesome. But but I was like, no, 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 we need, like, all the SEC teams besides Tennessee because they're playing your school to advance. Like, that's – like, because, yeah. one, for my job, and then, two, even though I love this job, I don't want to be having to pump out more Bama content, only Bama content. Right. If they're the last team in the SEC in the tournament, like that, nobody wants to hear about that. Tyler, they won a gymnastics championship this weekend. They beat the number one team in the in the country in baseball, sixteen to one. They won a national championship in swimming. It's obnoxious at this point. I agree. Shit. <laughs> Anyways. First, yeah, first, Hold on, first real half quick. Was, was tough. I only forced they, 14 turnovers. They actually got a, a lot of open looks. They just couldn't connect. If they could have, only in the second half. The, without a doubt. <laughs> I, I, well, you saw my tweet. I left it up too because I thought we were going to lose. That kid, <laughs> that kid number, I think it was 21. Isaiah Ross. Awesome was, to watch. Yeah. Like he was very good, but it was, it was a miserable game for Bama to watch. It, the 14 turnovers was frustrating and 10 of them in the first half that, that's a lot that's a mm-hmm. lot of turnovers because i think also going into the half bama bama kind of pulled away by eight like with like a minute and a half left and then somehow they go in the 7-0 run to pull within one point but it was the 12 missed hold on 14 turnovers you only make five three-pointers right you shoot like 35 percent from three or 31 percent. that's half of what you've averaged all season long you were 57% from the line, 57%. Yeah. Somewhere there's some white guy named Daryl in Alabaster. I'm going, they call them free throws for a reason, man. They're free. <laughs> All of those things didn't frustrate me as much as 12, 12 missed layups. That's crazy. Kind of like the Texas Tech guy at the end of that game. <laughs> that was one. Imagine doing that 12 times. <laughs> like yeah. That seems like a lot. Um Anyway, and I didn't like all the Patino love either. He, he got so right, much he's like, trash. He's a trash bag. But, but like, like even when they showed, like, it's not like Bama needs any more coverage at all. But reading like the articles on ESPN, it was all about Patino. Watching Sports Center, they immediately go to his press conference. I'm like, 
they they still lost by 13. Also, he's a shit bag of a person who cheated on his wife who's like dying or something. Like, he's the worst. Like he's a yeah. uh, anyway. Yeah, he so where Iona lost the game was they were 15 for 41 from the field. It probably didn't seem like that to you, but that's horrible. And Alabama also dominated the glasses. Glass, not glasses. Just, no, both of them. <laughs> all, um, 42 to all basketball talk. <laughs> so um, Alabama advances. They will play Maryland, who looked really good on defense last night. Yeah, oh, UConn just UConn just couldn't uh, shoot, um, but uh, yeah. So they they got the the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, and oh, Eric Ayala. Oh God, I I just is feeling whatever. good. Feeling good about that matchup? No, you know you made the best point. You made the best point as as okay. Florida's up by one again, um, three minutes ago. So, it, like you made the best point about this because I was I was texting you and you were like. Like, what do you think about the game or some shit? And I was yeah. like, don't, no one talked to me. I'm like, I didn't realize Allie had the door open because the dogs were out and she was like, like doing some of the flowers and I'm screaming like a lot of obscenities. And so neighbors were not happy, but like, it, it just, when you, you brought this up about how basketball is the worst to get invested into because I'm getting tense right now talking about it. It's so <laughs> it's every play. It's every yeah. single play. It's the it entire is so game much action. Tense. It's like <laughs> I can't handle this. Even so. even when you're up 20. No, I don't know like, about that. That sounds dumb. It, when you're when you're up 20, I, I swear to God, when we're even when we're up like 15 points, 20 points, because we were up on UNC Greensboro at one point by like 15 points, and I was like, I don't I, we shouldn't we need to be up 30. Because <laughs> okay, these little teams these, Oh my these, god. Oral Roberts is winning. <laughs> By the way, did you see that stat? Oral Roberts is 0.1% less from the best free throw percentage season in history. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like 86 or 82%. 80, 88.2. Yeah, like, but if I would have told you Oral Roberts, yeah, Oral Roberts, sense. and now that we know it's a Christian college, was a team full of Mark Prices, you'd be like, yeah, yeah duh. I feel For like sure. we've, we've mentioned Mark Price in like three of the seven podcasts. It's too now. much. Yeah, it's way too much. It's now a Mark Price podcast. But I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you know, they were, I mean, it was awesome to watch them beat Ohio State. It would not be great to watch them beat Florida. It, Georgia fans are going to be obnoxious on Twitter to Florida, first off, even though they didn't make the tournament. But, yeah. man, but also, but at the same time, maybe put the season out of its misery for Florida because the fans have been so frustrated. I think a lot of them see Mike White go. They'd, yeah, I wouldn't. I would too if I was them. Probably. Um, anyways, right. we've got one more game to cover. Um, Oklahoma versus Missouri. Let's not. I don't want to get into it. It was awful. Missouri both does teams, the same. Both shit every, teams every started out hot this year. Uh, Alabama actually lost Oklahoma, didn't they? Yeah, it was at my mom's house. It was awful. Uh, but they had lost five of its uh, five of their last six, and Missouri was three and six in their past nine games. So neither one came in exactly hot. One of the smartest basketball plays I've seen in a long time in that game at the very end. What happened? So, I was grilling out, bro. <laughs> so let's see here. Um, that Austin Reeves kid from Oklahoma, uh-huh. he misses a three. Missouri gives a chance for Missouri to tie. They're down by three, final possession. Missouri comes down kind of a horrible sequence. Like they're like passing the ball around, it's a l- real sloppy. And when the time got down far enough, the Missouri, uh, the Oklahoma guy fouled the Missouri guy. So he could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like Long Kruger said after the game, he was like, that's always my strategy. 
you know, when you're up by three with six yeah. seconds or less. But he's like, we were coming off of a 40-second possession because we had taken our full time. Oh, there was no, no time out. Oh, my God. Tyler! What? He's in a three. Oral Roberts is in a three that are 80 to 78. There's no way these co-eds they're showing for Oral Roberts are Joel Osteen's. <laughs> I just, I'll say it. Um People are either going to love this or hate it that we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm screaming. Um, uh, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. All right. That, we got we to go finish ahead. this. Yeah. Go All right. Ahead. So, Missouri, I, I, unfortunately. Missouri game was not fun. Fortunately, bows out. So, the SEC is still looking strong, though. Uh, got a lot of really good teams left. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, we are going to end the pod here. No, we, we, one one thing, <laughs> your favorite thing from the, the, the weekend so far? Probably the the kid from Loyola, Chicago, Cameron Crutwick. <laughs> Farva? Yeah. Because God, that guy, a... it doesn't make any sense to me that that guy is an actual college athlete. I, so, sometimes people look at me because I've aged. He reminds early. me of Bryant Reeves. Remember Bryant Reeves from the Big the Country? Yeah, he beat Bama yeah. in round two of the 94, uh, 94 tournament. Montana? No, Bryant Reeves is from Oklahoma State. Was that? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, this is a basketball podcast, bro. Um, <laughs> Florida down two of the minute, 16 to go. Yeah, but like he, he, I love stories like that. And like his looks are obviously going to be brought up just because like he's balding at 22 and he has a mustache. And it it's tough, but like, like he like everyone loves him, which is awesome. It's like the beauty of March Madness because these schools that are always overlooked, these these players that are always like counted out. What are you doing? And counted out and overlooked, they can step up and have these like awesome moments in front of everybody. And like that's like how Steph Curry came to start him. You know what I mean? Like, and so right. what I'm trying to say is Cameron Crutwig, which is a totally made up little rascal's name, <laughs> is a thousand percent. <laughs> gonna be the next Steph Curry. So there's that. Um, all right, my favorite moment, and this is gonna be weird for people to hear because um, you guys know for the most part that I don't like my dad. Um, the father-son moment for the Ohio Bobcats game against Purdue, Florida just out of three. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. Down <laughs> two. This is bad. I we, we knew Pay this was gonna happen. So the Ohio Ohio Bobcats game, which. Like the fact that you can buy an Ohio Bobcats jersey somewhere is amazing to me, right? <laughs> Father son matching jerseys, this incredible moment. Like I, Ohio will not win the the national championship. They probably won't make the tournament again for like five years or whatever. But that moment they got to have on national television, it was awesome. And like I think yeah. it it was maybe as much to do with, but but maybe not as like it being like the whole father son thing, like, you know, tugging on heartstrings for people, but the fact that there were fans back and they get to share that moment, it was incredible. It just, it, I thought it was great. Yeah. It's been, it's been a really fun tournament. No doubt. Also in so, CWA March Madness Twitter, whoever's running that account, oh, yeah. I, it's gotta be a freelancer because there's no way the NCAA has that good of a personality. When, <laughs> when Texas lost last night, they tweeted out a picture of Matthew McConaughey crying and it said, everything's not all right all right all right like right after the game they they have that they they're the ones that posted the picture of the the winnie the pooh meme of oh, ohio the, the or ohio the state the winnie the pooh meme was incredible they killed it like they they absolutely killed us because so yeah that was my favorite moment and um yeah, we can end on that all right well we look forward to some more really good games tonight and tomorrow and we will catch up with you guys on tuesday
Go Hoops!